Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we discuss the astrological energies from June 14th until June 21st as we close out the final week of Gemini season. And over this next week, we're going to have the Gemini new moon. Saturn station retrograde at seven degrees of Pisces and we also move into solstice energies as the solstice occurs on June 21st and as I was looking at the energies of this week there was a very clear theme that emerged here and it has to do with the strong Gemini energies and the strong Pisces energies that are showing up right now. So we're going to discuss that more in today's podcast because right off the top of my head, what that means is that there's something that we are working through in both our intuitive sense and that would be the Pisces energies where we are learning to trust what we're feeling, to trust our intuition and our messages, to honor those, to work with those, to believe them. And we're working with the strong Gemini energies of the rational mind, of logic, of what makes sense. So we have these two parts of ourselves that are going to be very alive this week in terms of how your mind is taking in information, wants to make choices, wants to make decisions, but there are squares to the planets in Pisces that say, slow down and tune in to your intuition. What are you thinking at a deeper level of your being? Meaning, what are you really tapping into that your intuition is guiding you towards, but maybe your mind is trying to figure it out? Your mind isn't so sure. That is one of the strongest energies over this next week, and it's going to be showing up through multiple aspects that we'll be looking at. In terms of your natal astrology chart, this means that the energies in Pisces that are moving through the Pisces areas of your chart, the Pisces houses, are going to be requiring your attention, but it's quiet attention. It's reflection. It's, okay, let me sit with this. Let me go deeper into how this feels. Let me really tune into what my intuition is telling me and to understand that those messages are important right now. So the Pisces area of your chart is very prominent this week and so are the Gemini areas of your chart and the Gemini parts of your chart are also showing you choices, decisions, what to say, what to communicate, what you're thinking about. Gemini connects us to also what we need to take care of, how we have laid out our day, what we need to attend to and where we need to go. So there is a busyness to Gemini but there's a slowdown with Pisces. So this week, you could expect maybe to do more or to plan more and then realize it's too much. It gets taken off the table. Perhaps there's things that will come up this week where the pace shifts. You don't get the fast response. You don't get the answer or the communications or there's things that are coming together, but there's energy that says pause, stop don't rush. So I'm speaking in general terms, but certainly take this as it applies to you and to your situation, because for as much as the mind wants to accomplish, 
as much as we want to get done and we want to see it through and we want there to be progress, this could be a week where you realize that you can't rush it and maybe you just have to throw your hands up in the air and trust that if it isn't exactly how you thought or expected, then that would be something to allow yourself to lean back, relax, and to also monitor where you go into anxiety or worry or doubts or overthinking as a way to manage the energy. And so on that note, on June 15th, Mercury in Gemini squares Saturn in Pisces at seven degrees. And this is two days before the Gemini new moon and Saturn stations retrograde. So this is important energy that is going to be in play for a number of days where you could feel like there's answers you don't have. You're not getting what you thought you wanted or needed. Because when Mercury and Gemini square Saturn and Pisces, Saturn and Pisces will wait. It will seem like it's disappeared. It will be a non-response. It could be frustrating where you're wanting information or details and they're not coming through. So as Mercury squares Saturn, this would be a day to hold off on important communications if you can. Again, this occurs June 15th. That's when it's exact, but it really lasts until June 19th. So what I'm discussing here are the energies that are really strong June 15th to June 19th. And it's showing up through various transits here, which means that we need to release our expectations. We need to just take a step back, give ourselves a breather, and if things aren't moving along, if they're not happening in a way that you had anticipated or needed, there's something we're meant to trust. There's something we're meant to just let go of our desire to know or to have all the information and to allow it to just be. And this is the case with Mercury and Gemini squaring Saturn and Pisces, which can be disappointing. There could be a disappointing response. You could get a no on something or it could be delayed or pushed back. This energy is also strong because we're going to have the sun in Gemini squaring Neptune in Pisces as well. So we have these two energy signatures at play this week. Planets in Gemini, squaring planets in Pisces, and there's a sense of, okay, never mind. I don't know the answer. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to plan. I don't know what we're going to do this summer. There's a sense of that even feeling exhausted and a sense of, okay, how do I make this work? How do we connect the dots? How can I make this fit everybody's schedule? This would not be the week where it's clear. It probably won't be clear and it would be up to you in how you manage that in how you sit in the not knowing or in the disappointment or the sense of, okay, it's not the answer I thought it was going to be, but we're just going to pivot. And this is very strong mutable sign energy as both Gemini and Pisces are mutable energies, which are designed to be adaptable and flexible. So this means the universe has another solution, another answer, another understanding. The universe is gonna bring in something else that maybe you can't see right now, but that's part of why there could be something, especially in your immediate environment, that isn't connecting, 
It's not lining up. And can you be okay with that, especially for the short term? Can you be okay with this not having clarity to it or even things falling through? And that's what happens when the planets square Pisces is that things, again, they disappear, they fall through, things don't show up, there's a change in plan, this is canceled, that got canceled. So just keep that in mind and know too that there will be another solution, opportunity, answer. There will be something else that shows up in its place instead. So this is part of the energy of the Gemini new moon, which I have a separate video for you on YouTube going through that chart specifically. As the Gemini new moon is at 26 degrees of Gemini on June 17th, it is opposing the galactic center, which is at 27 degrees of Sagittarius. And I feel this as energy streaming in, coming through that we are meant to integrate and that there's something here about the Gemini new moon that also gives us some new concepts to work with or understand, some new ways to approach whatever is unfolding for you, where it is about flexibility this week. It is about allowing a lightness to flow through where you're not too stuck on one thing or one outcome. There's an opening here. This energy feels like just let it be malleable. Let it be flexible. Basically, just be Play-Doh. This week, just be Play-Doh and things are going to be fine. That's basically how we can navigate this energy because the ability to stay open to change is a strength. And that would be one thing that this Gemini new moon is bringing up for us. How adaptable are you? How can you pivot easily? Is that something that you're allowing? And basically, do you have a willingness to work with different options, especially on short notice. There could be a sense of last minute changes and things, again, going in a different direction where you're like, oh, but I planned on this. And the universe is like, well, actually that didn't show up, that it didn't come through, but here's something else. The Gemini new moon at 26 degrees occurs on the same day as Saturn stations retrograde at seven degrees of Pisces, that's June 17th. And as Saturn moves very slowly to station retrograde, he is sitting at seven degrees of Pisces all month and is preparing to review the territory he's covered since entering Pisces in early March. So Saturn has been in Pisces since March 7th and now will travel back to zero degrees of Pisces. And this is a review to reconsider, to sit with what has come up for you in these Pisces areas of your chart. Now, if you have planets or points between zero and seven degrees of Pisces, Saturn is here for the first time in nearly 30 years. And Saturn is working with you personally and requiring you to take care of business, to take care of things that the Pisces energies might not always want to do or tend to or might not always want to resolve. 
Saturn wants us to resolve things in Pisces. Take care of it. Finish it up. Put a period at the end of the sentence. Wrap it up with a bow. What do you need to really look at? And so planets are points between zero and seven degrees of Pisces. You could feel like you're really being tested. You really have to look at things as they are. It could be too that you're getting something that is actually affirming your intuition or maybe even showing you what you were sensing or feeling that is correct, but maybe it looks different in the real world. I feel like this Saturn in Pisces, it brings about a reality check, which can be hard for Pisces because then Pisces can't just be floating around in various realms. Now Pisces has to have its feet on the ground. So planets are points from zero to seven degrees of Pisces. You are going to be working with Saturn in this part of your chart until February, February 2024. And so you've had a first pass here at whatever the Saturn has required you to understand, to commit to, to take care of. Saturn wants maturity. It's also where you have to do things on your own. And that can be many things. You could feel ready for that. You could feel that's what I prefer. That's how I move through my life anyways. Or it could feel challenging, like you're not supported. You're not able to work with others or do things with a support system. Saturn requires us to do things on our own. And there can be a loneliness with that at times as well. So I just want to share that and validate that in case you have felt that way uh, with this energy of Saturn and Pisces. But as Saturn stations retrograde on June 17th, there is a sense here of really stopping and looking at something in your life or in your world. And you can look at where seven degrees of Pisces is in your chart. And this is the universe saying, okay, right here, this is what's important. This is a priority. Move this up in your to-do list and understand that this is something to look at, be aware of, to work with. Of course, it's going to be more personal for you if you have planets or points in those early degrees of Pisces. It also is more personal for you if you have planets or points in any of the mutable signs. So the mutable signs being Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius. Anything from zero to seven degrees in those signs are really requiring you to do something, to take care of it, to be aware of it, to work with it. And Saturn is a very serious energy where we have to show up and we have to understand the consequences of even not doing something, right? If you push something away, if you're like, I don't want to look at that or I don't want to work on that anyway. Now Saturn is like, actually, it's not a choice. And then the universe brings you things that are important for you to understand and to work with. So this is working most intensely with planets or points in the mutable signs from zero to seven degrees. And this is Saturn giving you that reality check, asking you to check in and look at what you are taking care of and where you can raise your frequency with it. With the mutable signs, it's common to have to do something twice where you did it the first time and maybe that was just a draft or a first version. Now Saturn is like, okay, Take it seriously, give it your all, and understand more of this energy in your life. 
So there is a seriousness and we feel it as the Saturn is going slowly this month and stationing retrograde. Energetically, I'm also feeling like this is going to support you in getting clearer on your boundaries. And as I say that, I'm also being drawn to the energy of the crown chakra, where we connect and receive intuitive messages and downloads, where we are tuning in to the other realms and the energies that are speaking to us. I feel like Saturn is supporting us in mastering more of our intuition, really integrating it into our lives. But I'm really being drawn to the energy of the crown chakra and how it can be supported with Saturn and Pisces at this time where you could feel that there is some kind of frequency shift for you. I'm also feeling, this is so interesting, I'm seeing a crown chakra with guides inside of it. Uh, whether they are angels or beings of light or something, I'm just seeing that the crown chakra has guardians. And that's what I feel is connected to Saturn. Um, that there could potentially be some guardians of your crown chakra that you are feeling and sensing, especially in terms of boundaries. So this could mean that you have a clear knowingness of the best way to use your energy and where you're ready to say no with compassion and clarity, where you're ready to say yes with a new strength. Uh, this is where you could also feel stronger in your crown chakra's messages. So again, it's actually kind of cute. It looks like this crown chakra has some they're calling themselves guardians, um, some new beings, some new energies there that are helping us stabilize, stabilize our intuitive frequencies, stabilize what is best for you, and also to honor it in a way where you don't push it aside or push things away that are actually meant for you. That's the other part of Pisces energy is that that level of self-sacrifice can be unconscious, sort of like, oh, I'll always help other people, but I don't expect others to help me. Or I'm really good at giving, but I don't have to receive too much. I'm good. Saturn is saying, let's look into this some more. Let's look at how this energy is truly operating for you because you do deserve to receive. You do deserve to be supported as well in whatever ways that shows up for you or that you need. So I'm just getting this visual of if somebody offers to assist you, offers to help you, offers to chip in or contribute or do something, look at what your first response is and determine if that is truly honest. Meaning if you really could use help, but you're so used to saying, no, thank you, I've got this, I'm good, I'll do it myself, the Saturn in Pisces could be bringing your attention to this pattern in your life and instead wants you to open up and say, yeah, that'd be great if you can help out with this or if you can do that. So there's something here too about really being honest with yourself about how you receive, especially if it's correct energy, meaning it's healthy, it's safe, it's loving, it's a good person, it's good energy, making sure that you're willing to receive that as well. And maybe that is something to reflect on and review for yourself as Saturn stations retrograde is to look at how well you receive 
even when it's unexpected. So again, going back to what I stated at the beginning of the podcast, strong Gemini energy this week, squaring strong Pisces energy. So there's going to be some instances where your intuition is meant to override your mind. Your intuitive response, what you're feeling is actually more accurate and stronger than what your mind is perceiving or the information that your brain has. The planets in Pisces are stronger right now, especially with Saturn stationing retrograde. And so they are challenging this Gemini energy. Now, Mercury is strong in Gemini and the sun enjoys being in Gemini. So there's these two parts of ourselves where we could have confusion because we're trying to figure out mentally what to trust, what to believe, what to say, what is right, what is best. But there's something about stopping, pausing, taking some deep breaths to feel into the deeper message. And this is where the Pisces energy is stronger. And then we also have, starting this week, Jupiter in Taurus beginning to sextile Saturn retrograde in Pisces also at seven degrees. Jupiter in Taurus is supporting what that Saturn in Pisces intention is. And this energy will be in play for a number of days. So it actually will start June 18th, June 19th, and lasts till June 23rd. So Jupiter sextiling Saturn helps us understand what we need to do to get the job done. What are the next steps? What is practical? What makes sense? And that's where we have things that will connect, that will show up, that will guide us forward. Now, Jupiter and Saturn are going to have another sextile in February at seven degrees again. So we're going to have this energy twice. So what happens right now here in June when they're making this first sextile at seven degrees is that it could feel like the foundation is being laid. Something is being made evident and clear and you're understanding this is what I want to build. This is what's calling to me. This is what inspires me. This is the dream that I want to make a reality. And then because Saturn is retrograde, and then Jupiter is going to go retrograde, they will meet up again in February. And that could be a very clear understanding of what you're manifesting and how it's paying off, which means there's an eight month timeline here. So something that's starting now in June is going to have a next step or a new understanding in February. So this can be beneficial for planning purposes. Whatever is coming together now in June, you're going to revisit it in February 2024. There's going to be something else that comes in and clicks. There's going to be more in terms of what the plan is, what to buy or invest in. Also to see how far it's come. How's it working? Is this paying off? Do I still want this? But there is a long term potential with something because of how Saturn's involved and so is Jupiter and Taurus. So maybe there are some inspirations or ideas you're having that you want to implement. 
Perhaps there's something new in your life you want to develop and build. And there could be things that you feel get a burst of energy here in June, and then it's going to shift and evolve. And then in February, it's going to be clearer, perhaps more solid. Even the next version of it will come through. So this could be a good time to understand, well, what do I want in my life in a year from now? What do I want to implement or bring in? What do I want to manifest? And this Jupiter sextiling Saturn can help you with that. As long as you go through the process, you put in the work, you understand it's going to take time and energy to make it happen. But there's always a component of joy and delight when Jupiter is involved, especially Jupiter and Taurus. So I feel like this is looking at what is another dream, a new manifestation, what is something calling to you that excites you and brings you happiness in some level of your being? Because this could be a time period where you're saying yes to that and you're ready for it. You want to commit to it. You want it to be a reality in your life. And again, that energy is going to be the strongest June 18th until June 23rd. And then again, the beginning of February 2024 when both planets will be direct when they connect again at seven degrees. So let's put this story together a little bit more. Going back to what I was saying about the Gemini energy being challenged by the Pisces energy this week, it's sort of like the Gemini energy can have a short-term viewpoint, can only see the immediate, might only see what you need this week, this month, right now. So there's something that probably will fall through and not work. But here we have Jupiter and Taurus coming through that will connect you with a long-term perspective or something that's built to last that can go the distance. So again, it could be that the first thing doesn't happen, but the second thing, now the second thing has the gold. The second thing is the better choice, the better option. And in fact, it will serve you better as well in some capacity. And then Gemini season closes out and ends as the sun enters Cancer on June 21st at 10.58 a.m. That's Eastern time. But the sun entering Cancer is the solstice. And that would be summer solstice here in the Northern Hemisphere, winter solstice in the Southern Hemisphere. And it is a point when the sun is at its brightest, its peak. It's when we have the longest days of light in the northern hemisphere. And so as the sun moves into cancer, we signify that as the start of summer or the start of winter. And it also means that we move through some turning points into the next set of astrological signs. Cancer is a cardinal sign. And it's the first water sign of the zodiac. And the transition from Gemini into Cancer is one of shifting from masculine into feminine, of moving from the head into the heart. So there's a softening of energy as the sun enters Cancer. But there's also a deeper connection to what you feel, what is happening within you, what you are perhaps privately processing and working through. And the sun in Cancer is also about growth. 
what you desire to grow, what you want to see bloom, and where you would like to have a harvest. And in the tropical astrology calendar, we look at Aries as the beginning of the astrological year, with Aries beginning on the equinox, March 20th, and then there being a progression of energy that unfolds over the following 12 months. As the sun moves into Cancer, we check in on those seeds we planted during the Aries equinox in March, and we look at how is that coming along? Do I still want that? How does that feel? Does this really feel that it's in alignment with who I am, what I'm about? And if it's not something or one part of your life that you're checking in on, it could be about your overall energy. What feels good? What feels off? What doesn't feel like it's truly me? Where am I opening up to what I'm truly feeling underneath the surface, which might be a little messy, which might be a little uncertain. But the sun in Cancer gives us the strength to look at these parts of ourselves, to look at what we're truly feeling underneath and to tap into that wisdom to tap into that part of your energy that has messages and answers for you. As I said, this is a feminine energy and it's actually now where we step into the flows of life to things that we don't always want to manage. We don't want to be in charge of it. We would rather just trust where the energy takes us. And the sun in Cancer can do that beautifully where you're just willing to show up for the day and see where the day leads, see where the energy leads. There could also be a sense here that you can relax into the flows of life, relax into what shows up and to also look at how much you like it or how much you enjoy it because there's parts of our lives that we just go about doing. We have our routines, our daily schedule, things we need to accomplish or focus on and the cancer energy is where we check in to understand how much of this do I want in my life still? Does this really support my energy? Does this nourish me? Is this true for me? Now, granted, there's some things we can't choose. There's things that we just have to work with and deal with. But cancer is accommodating. And cancer wants us to feel safe, to feel good about ourselves. So you could have some understandings of what you no longer want on your plate anymore or things that don't feel good in your home or in your car or on your desk. Um, because cardinal energy is about initiating something new, when the sun is in cancer, there's a desire to tap into what feels good and let's focus on that. Let's focus on what you can manage in your immediate environment and bring more of that in so that you can enjoy it and experience it more often. Strong cancer energy is where we feel safe to express our needs, to be ourselves, to be honest with how we're feeling and what we're really experiencing internally. Sun in cancer energy is also an invitation into more of your own vulnerability. And just in terms of a philosophical question, this could be something you ponder where you're like, what is my relationship right now to vulnerability? 
What does that even mean to me? What does that mean in my connections, in my life, in my world? What does that mean to myself? How vulnerable and honest am I with myself because of how precious vulnerability is? But it also is an evolving definition throughout our lives where what could have seemed vulnerable to you when you were 14 years old, 19 years old, looks very different when you're in your mid to late 30s or when you're in your mid 60s. So what is your relationship to vulnerability? But vulnerability could look different as well. So I feel like this could be something quite juicy to explore and understand because it's in those parts of our energies where we can find some real gold, some real breakthroughs, some real areas of self-discovery and personal brilliance where we understand, okay, this is what I've discovered about myself, about my life, and it can be vulnerable to share that with some individuals or some people. But the cancer energy also supports trusting where it feels safe. Sort of like when you're in a conversation, let's say with a friend, and they're more of an acquaintance friend, and you're wondering if you should bring them further into your world, if you should get to know them more. Do they want that too? Because every friendship is a two-way exchange. So maybe you open up the conversation a bit and share more about yourself or your world. Maybe you share more about your own vulnerabilities or something you're going through that they would have no idea about. And ultimately, vulnerability is a beautiful invitation. It's an invitation into your energy, into your life, into your experiences. But we also have this interesting dance, right, between how often or who we open up to that we feel we can trust, that we feel is a safe energy, a safe person. And also, it's how we learn what is this connection going to be? Because a connection is established by both sides and how each side shows up. And part of that cancer exchange is understanding how I'm gonna show up, so then how's the other person gonna show up? Are they gonna meet me in that same space? Are they also open? Are they curious? Do they have the same willingness to talk about this or to go into the feelings? And this is just one example. Of course, there are many, many unlimited examples, but the idea here is that the sun and cancer journey is inviting us in to more parts of ourselves that maybe we haven't tuned into. And then you also can see how that is reflected in your own life, in your own world, by the other people you invite into those spaces, those private areas of your life, and how that can build trust, how that can build greater safety, or not, or not. Or you approach a conversation or a topic and the other person, they don't care. They don't respond well. They're not interested. It's like, okay, got it. Got the information here. But part of the strength of cancer is that it can be open to leading that vulnerability. It can be open to wearing its heart on its sleeve. It can be open to saying, this is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on for me. Just wanted to share that with you. So there's an interesting energy here that we can be working through our whole life, especially if you have planets or points in cancer, because there's a part of you 
that wants to be open, that wants to share, that wants to have those deeper connections, but not everybody does. Not everybody wants deeper connection. Some people want a surface connection or they want to talk about the weather or they only want to talk about sports or their family, right? They don't go into the deeper levels. But the sun in cancer is offering us invitations into those parts of ourselves so that we can be more conscious of our internal workings and what we're truly feeling. Because again, the sun in Gemini is about the mind, logic, reasoning, the details, the specifics. The sun in Cancer is very different. Every astrological sign is very different from the one before it and the one after it. So now we drop into the feminine feeling energies of Cancer, which connect you to more of what's happening within you that maybe you didn't realize. And there could be some breakthroughs. There could be some heart openings. Uh, It definitely is connected to the heart chakra. And it can be a private energy too. I'm seeing this as a door on the heart chakra. And some people's doors are wide open, perhaps too open. And other people have Like I'm seeing some really small, it's like a mouse door where it's like, this is the smallest door in the universe to my heart and it's really mini and it doesn't want to open or it doesn't fit much. Um, I'm seeing a heart chakra with barbed wire around it where that could be a heart chakra that has had a lot of pain or trauma and hasn't healed. And now I'm seeing another heart chakra that is very open and flowing, almost like this beautiful globe of energy. And it has lots of effervescent sparkles and movement and flow. And it just feels very safe to be itself and safe to be in its own energy. And it has a door, but it looks like a revolving door where it opens and closes, opens and closes as needed when necessary. So I just share what I'm getting here so that you can check in on your own heart chakra and trust what you're seeing. Trust what's coming through for you visually or intuitively. Trust how that's feeling because this sun in cancer energy can help you work with that if you want to change it or shift it in some manner because the sun in cancer will support us in truly loving our needs, loving what you really need to feel good about yourself, about your friendships, your connections, to feel good about what you're feeling and what's coming through as well. So we will keep talking about these energies and themes next week and as we move through cancer season. So we have an interesting week with the strong Gemini and strong Pisces energies. It could also be beneficial to not over talk just to fill in a void where you're not trying to over explain. uh, You're not over communicating. You're trusting that it's okay to let some things just be. Let it be, put it on the back burner, put it in stall, Just let it sit there because there's going to be things this week where you don't have the answer. You don't know yet, but something will come through. And you could see this as a beautiful thing where the universe is saying, hold tight, 
just wait keep the energy going keep your energy up it also would be beneficial to have some kind of process for when your anxiety comes through or if something is spinning in your head or you're wanting that quick resolution or immediate answer take care of your energy so maybe that's going for a walk jumping on the treadmill doing something that moves the energy so you're not spinning in it or stuck in your head but rather you're allowing yourself to just trust to just allow to just let it be whatever it's going to be right now while also self-managing in a very healthy way and for that gemini new moon that's happening on june 17th at 26 degrees gemini is about duality you've probably heard of gemini the twins so this is a new moon to write out two intentions, two things that you want to manifest or develop. Uh, that would be very supported with the Gemini new moon as well as with the strong mutable energy that we have right now. Now for those of you who are a little bit more advanced and further along in your astrological knowledge, this would be a good time to also check in on your progressed chart and what is happening in your progressed chart, especially as we are now in the halfway point of 2023. Your progressed chart is a different timeline of your energy and your growth in this lifetime. It shows how you're here to evolve as well as the major milestone years in your life. And so do sign up for my course on how to read your progress chart if you haven't done so yet. It's 50% off and it's really important information to know about your life because it shows you when you're moving through big significant years. It shows you when you are going through something that are bigger on your life path as well. So please check out that course. This is more advanced, as I said, so you do need to already understand the basics of astrology, but you do want to know what is happening in your progress chart as it gives you even more to work with and understand. So again, it's 50% off. I'll put it below the podcast, but I just think it's a really important piece of energy to know in yourself because it can explain so much. It can explain more than what your natal chart or your transiting chart shows you. And it's often the progress chart. Again, it shows you your milestone years. It shows you, it validates it. And you're like, okay, see, exactly. I knew something big was going on right now in my world. And boom, your progress chart will show that. So that's why I wanted to offer that reminder to look at the progress chart for deeper understanding into what you're moving through now. As always, I will be back with another podcast episode every Monday and Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that there was at least one message that supports you or resonates with your energy at this time. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon as we move further into the Cancer season energies. Have a beautiful Gemini full moon. You can find out more about my latest offerings over at mollymccord.online. Be sure and check that out if you want to discover more about your own astrology chart. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you back here really soon.